rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. What's happening, normal people? I'm talking to you, Democrats, normal people, Democrats, liberals, progressives, and then there's, you know, those are the normal people. And then you have the basket of deplorables <laughs> who are emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, probably sexually, incapable of functioning in a free democratic society. And that's what it's about. So before we get going with the show, this is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. Really prove me wrong. Uh, if you're a conservative who, whatever that means nowadays, but if you're a conservative and you don't agree with that, I'm open to hearing your <laughs> your proof. Show me some proof. Show me. Show me the evidence that the Republicans aren't the domestic terrorists that the founders warned us about. You know, they put it into our founding documents for a reason. Because they knew that threats weren't only external, that they, that if we were going to be destroyed, it would most likely be from within. Republicans know that. I think that the normal people, the Democrats, progressives, liberals, normal people, I think, are um, failing in imagination to believe. They, they just cannot bring themselves to make the leap, to cross the line into um, accepting that the Republicans are an anti-democratic cult at this point, that we are actively, um, I mean, that, that, the, that the founders charged us with protecting this constitutionally limited democratic republic, and um, we better step up and do something right now to, well, I mean, whatever. Okay, we'll get into it. What we're doing right now is we're discussing it, and the only way that we're going to win, ultimately, is to own the message, and that's what we're doing here, because we're taking back patriotism. We're, we're well, they they never had it to begin with. They 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 robbed us of the word, the moniker. They took this this the mantle of patriotism. I mean they. They took it as a distraction, a deflection away from the fact that they are, they're, they're, they don't even know what patriotic means. What's the definition of patriotism? To them, it is not giving a shit about anybody else but themselves. Prove me wrong. Is that patriotism? When your country and community is in a crisis, you don't do your part? That's patriotism because you're free, right? You got freedom. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. You got freedom. But because of, you know, the system that you're trying to overthrow, we all have to participate. Freedom isn't free, Republicans like to say, but they don't like any of the, the responsibilities. They're, they only say freedom isn't free when they're trying to deny somebody health care or living wages or or a hot lunch program. That's when they talk about, well, freedom isn't free. You know, this is freedom isn't free. Get your shot, asshole. Freedom isn't free. You know what I mean? You dumb bastard. No, they would rather just complain. 
and whine and cry professional victim. How much longer are we going to take it? I have to wonder how much longer. And before I keep going, I will uh, just want to remind everybody, if you can, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to keep the real liberal media going and growing. Okay, guys? And also, if you're on any other platform now, come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster to hang out in the chat room. and that Because that's the chat room I'll be probably interacting with most mostly throughout the show because we're on different platforms we're on progressive voices um what else we're not on progressive voices live i have to say we're on this is we're on um we're on demand and we're also on i don't know we our saturday show is played on sunday okay what else um oh yeah fyi nation become a not just a, well, a supporter of FYI Nation. These are the independent liberal stations that we, I mean, we don't have those billionaire benefactors, so that's why we have to rely on each other. Okay, um, what's the other thing? Yes, um, rockfin.com. That's another great me, um, independent, it's not, it's not all liberal, but you can sign up. You can also, um, there are free memberships, but there are also paid memberships where you will get exclusive access to, to content. And this show is bundled up with a bunch of other liberal talk shows. So if, you've have, if you haven't uh, been introduced to some of them, uh, become a member of Rockfin and yeah, there you go. So we have, who else? Ron Placone is on Rockfin. Um, Lee Camp is there right graham elwood a bunch of very um good normal patriots okay guys i see you hello hello ed the second nice to see you nice to see you river no river says hi tara love your dedication um i can i wouldn't be here without you river and ed and winston in the chat room and Warren, nice to see you. And I know there are others lurking around. You're just not, I just see you. I can't. I, I see your numbers. I don't see your name. Unless you post something. Okay, guys, guys, guys. What are we talking about? So today, um, we know what's happening. The Republicans have been on a mission to overturn Roe v. Wade for generations now since it was decided and reconfirmed and basically it's entrenched into our laws that women have the right to control their bodies i know how um how, how out of the realm of possibilities for conservatives see conservatives want you to be if you're a woman they want you they want your complete subservience to the patriarchal power structure that's it that's why republicans are fundamentally incapable of functioning in a democracy because you see everything that they do is um is a means to concentrating wealth and power in the hands of a few is that democracy does that sound like democracy to you no it's the antithesis the act it's the goddamn complete opposite of democracy 
Right. Peter Griffin. Conservatism is still around. The problem is the Democratic Party took that over back in the 90s. Well, the, I, the, the Democratic Party, um, see, there are conservatives and liberals. There was, well, let me, let me rephrase. There were, <laughs> there was a time when um, there were actually things called liberal Republicans. Can you imagine? There were, cons- oh, well, there definitely are. There still are conservative Democrats. You notice that? That's a reflection on how successful the Republicans have been in um, taking over the media. The fact that liberal, that they've turned liberal into a dirty word. So far, to, to the point where there are no longer any liberal Republicans. When that's that that wasn't such an odd p- creature back in the day, it really wasn't. So <clears throat> the Republicans, as I mean, every prove me wrong. See, I wish somebody would prove me wrong that they're not trying to concentrate wealth and power in the hands of a few and entrench, well, overthrow democracy and entrench oligarchy. Am I seeing things or um, am I wrong? Well, here, let's let's start off with today's disgusting events. Hold on. Somebody's texting me. And wait, wait, wait. And, uh, well, with the Republicans um, finally seeing within striking distance their uh, their dream come true and that is limiting the power the freedom of women to control their bodies and we know we've talked about this on the show a zillion times um one of the things that drives me insane and i'm gonna i'm gonna i actually called tom hartman's show about this and we spoke about this uh, when tom hartman was on the show that Abortion rates go down under democratic policies. In the discussion of what the Republicans are up to today, the, the, the I, I've, I haven't heard, I didn't hear one well-paid corporate media mouthpiece point that out, that abortion rates don't go down when you make abortion criminal. It, it, all it does is kill more women. We'll be right back. Hold on. Okay, guys. So just like the Republicans have been successful taking the mantle of patriotism, redefining that word to be, I don't know, what is patriotism? Basically, it is you don't care about anybody but yourself and you're wearing an ugly shirt with a star on it. Right? That's it. That's patriotism. To Republicans, to normal people, to people like us, patriotism is getting your damn vaccine, getting a shot, you know, doing your part for your country and community in the middle of a crisis. I know that's tough for for right-wingers. So they've been so successful redefining everything and um, taking over. (laughs) <laughs> because they own the media. I'm I'm t- I'm telling you guys, that's it. It really is ground zero of um, everything that we that we that we're up against. And 
So today, let's start with what happened today with the Supreme Court, because this is everything that's wrong with what with the period of time that we're living in. And it goes to show you that the corporate media is useless because not in any um, of the discussions at all did any of the well-paid millionaire mouthpieces talk about the the fact that like just like we're saying abortion rates go down I, I don't understand why that's not part of the conversation that making abortion illegal does not limit the numbers of abortion it doesn't limit the need it just sends women to back alleys that's it what actually reduces the numbers of abortions are everything or all the policies that the republicans are and are adverse to to put it nicely health universal health care universal higher education living wages family leave all of, that's something that reduces the numbers of abortions. Wait, hold on. I got to respond to this. Okay. I see I'm blurry again. Why is this so hard to bring up in a conversation? Right? Let me see. What? What? Hold on. Webcam settings. There we go. Okay, back to normal. Is that... Um, there's... Okay. So many words are trying to come out of my mouth right now. That's what happens. They all get stuck. So... Hold on. Let me open this. Where is this article? Okay, let's start off with what Soto... Sonia Sotomayor said, and she, her statement was the inspiration for what we titled the show tonight, which is basically, no, the United States cannot, forget the Supreme Court, but the U.S. will not survive the stench of conservatism, of so-called conservatism, because what the hell is that anymore? What does conservatism mean anymore? It really is. You're um, you're completely a a tool of a con man. Is that it? I guess they're no longer a political party. They're a they're a cult of they're an anti democratic death cult, really. So Sonia Sotomayor, her her statement. Wait, hold on, Sonia. Let me see, Sue. Sonia Sotomayor. Meyer. All right. Why can't I type? Can't type, can't talk. But you're doing a show anyway, right? You do it anyway. That's what happens. You got to keep doing it anyway. It's not perfect, but hey, hopefully it, it will make somewhat of a difference. Okay. Jesus Christ. I'm just looking. I just searched for Sonia Sotomayor, and I'm looking at all the headlines. And I looked at, I just scrolled down to Fox. The headline on Fox News is Sotomayor compares fetus to brain dead person. Says fetal movement doesn't prove consciousness. 
that's where this is where we are. See, we never get to evolve when conservatives are hanging around our national necks like albatrosses, like the albatrosses they are. We don't get to evolve. We have to constantly fight the same old battles. And even when you think you've won, that's why we can't rest on any of our laurels or any or rest on um, th- on confidence, thinking that the American people know better. No, they don't. They don't know better. Many do not. They have to be told. That's why it's so goddamn dangerous to have an unfettered Facebook, unregulated social media sites where nothing but lies are being published and being shared amongst a bunch of people that have no really business having human brains, much less um, trying to use them. God, really? So um, Sotomayor suggests that the court would not survive the stench if abortion rights were overturned. The, the stench of conservatism is everywhere, on the Supreme Court especially. And another thing that I didn't hear in any of the conversations was the, w- w- the, the qualifier before the names, um, let's say, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, you have to add the illegitimate before, you know, you complete that sentence. The illegitimate Amy Coney Barrett, the illegitimate Neil Gorsuch, the illegitimate sexual predator frat boy Kavanaugh, the illegitimate whiny little bitches crying victims because they, the, the majority of Americans don't want anything to do with what they're pushing. That's what it's about. They don't, they can't handle it. All around the world, autocrats don't give a shit what the people want. That's why these filthy fascist cult members, like Amy Coney, illegitimate Barrett, that they, they don't care that the American people for 50 years have reconfirmed that they want to be able to control their own bodies. They don't want a filthy, stupid Amy Coney illegitimate Barrett and her handmaids in their doctor's office with them. And if Amy Coney illegitimate Barrett wanted to actually make a difference and reduce the numbers of abortion, then she would step down. Then she would never have have put herself into the, the uh, into the even consideration for being used as a tool in Mitch McConnell, Moscow Mitch McConnell's and Twitler's scam against democracy. They're illegitimate, their games, their brinksmanship, because that's the only way they have this so-called conservative majority. They're not conservative, because if they were, they would be upholding precedent and starry, decisis. All I'm not a lawyer, but come on. We all know that the American people, the majority of Americans, want these filthy fascist pricks to keep their filthy fascist clutches on our, on our rights, on our right to privacy in a goddamn doctor's office. Is that too hard, conservatives? Yes, it is for them. Because guess what? If a filthy, illegitimate Amy Coney Barrett's handmaids aren't in your doctor's office, democracy might break out. Right?
you, you, people might get together and they might start evolving and saying, you know what, we need a government of by and for the people, not just the corporate, the international, uh, transnational corporate elite. We need one where uh, the general welfare is considered, not just the intergenerational aristocracy like we overthrew. Please, all of that, that's too much for Republicans, as we, as we see and as they have illustrated again and again and again. <sighs> yes, CNBC, I mean, everybody's writing. The conservatives look ready to uh, gut Roe v. Wade. And what the, what, what's his name? Kavanaugh, all of these illegitimate pricks. Or, uh, well, Kavanaugh said, throw it back to the states. This is what Republicans do. Guess what, fascists? We settled this 50 years ago. And then it was resettled again and again. You piece is of terrible people. <sighs> We, we, how many times, you know, like we keep asking, how many times do we have to fight these battles again and again and again? The right of a woman, here's, here's um, Sotomayor says, the right of a woman to choose, the right to control her own body has been clearly set for since Casey and never challenged. You want us to reject that line of viability and adopt something completely different. 15 justices over 50 years. Or I should say, 30 since Casey have reaffirmed that basic viability line. So, that, which is kind of, that's been the standard. After viability, then you're interfering with the constitutional rights of some of I guess your your fetus in a way, since it could be considered viable outside of your body. But before that, you, your clump of cells, and then a woman, you know, which uh, only recently I guess were considered full human beings. Uh, and Republicans are still trying to catch up with that, and, you know? And they are, um, see, you might say, well, it's Amy Coney Barrett. She's, she's a woman. She's got, um, you know, uh, ovaries or something, right? She's, she's um, presenting as a woman, right? But that doesn't mean anything. Because for Republicans, conservatives, in order for a woman a, to be accepted, a Republican or conservative woman to be given a, a position of leadership, they have to be um, even bigger misogynists than the Republican men. Prove me wrong. Look at Amy Coney Barrett. You have to know your place. She's just, she's a tool. She, they love her because she's got no honor. She's uh, a fascist prick who'll um, who'll pull any who'll help Mitch Moscow Mitch pull his dirty tricks to shove her unqualified, unfit, and with an agenda conservative fascist coup ass. I don't know. I keep talking. I keep saying all these words. There's so many ways to describe them. <laughs> don't have to fit them all into one sentence. I guess <laughs> it's. Just too much sometimes. Um, let's see. Sonamayor 
on Wednesday suggested the Supreme Court would not survive the stench if a court if the court were to uphold Mississippi's controversial 15-week abortion ban. The other thing that was so offensive, listening to John Roberts and the other Republicans on there, these filthy fascist pricks saying, what's the big deal? What's the big deal between 15 weeks? Well, let's see. You're a a teenager who who maybe um, your father... Um, and it happens. <laughs> you're being abused, and now you're carrying your father's child, and you're 13. You're 14. But let's make it 15 for sake of argument, you know, whatever. Um, in 15 weeks, first of all, you don't even know you're pregnant, and then you're traumatized beyond uh, anything, and what, what are you going to do? So in Republican... We're in the Republican worldview, that's something, you know, that's collateral damage. This in no way, shape, or form has anything to do with the love of the little babies. It doesn't. It doesn't even have anything to do with the love of cells, clumps of cells. They don't give a crap. Because if they actually wanted to limit the numbers of abortions, then they would... They would tackle that with truth. They wouldn't, they, they, the, all you would have to do is look at the years of, of evidence, of empirical evidence, the proof. The proof is in the pudding. We have the, the numbers. We know that making abortion illegal doesn't reduce the need for it or um, reduce the numbers of abortion. So, but what actually does? Oh, everything that Amy Coney Barrett, Justice Effin, illegitimate Cavanope, and Gorsuch and John Roberts think um, is unconstitutional. They are, uh, they're so full of shit. All that the Republicans do on the Supreme Court or any other court is fix the facts around the policy. That's what they're there to do come up with clever little gimmicks to to destroy democracy from the inside just like the nazis just like other fascist coups or coups or authoritarian coups in general that's what um you know this is what we're living through make no mistake uh it's so see as far as this is concerned with uh, overturning roe v wade we we know that the 14th Amendment, which Roe v. Wade was decided on, was also the 14th Amendment. Um, other other uh, incredibly pertinent societal changes, like the ability for people of the same peepee who have same the same peepees to form a legal marriage contract. That's also decided on the. Uh, well, I would say, you know, it was under the 14th Amendment. So once you start rattling or whittling away, pulling that string, everything will start to unravel if the Republicans want it to. You see, this is another thing that fascists do in, in a fascist coup. They, you make laws and then you selectively enforce them. So... 
as far as so the republicans in general they don't give a shit people are like what about poor women that don't have the ability to drive 500 miles and what about or take a day off or whatever it might be and on and on and on all of the barriers that republicans place on having a a uh, well they place on the pursuit of happiness that's for sure there's only one group of people in the United States that um, they give a shit about as far as the pursuit of happiness or anything else, and that's the 1%. Greed. You know, the pursuit of happiness to Republicans is money. Money. Make more money. More, more, more. Put more stuff in your gaping black hole of soulless need, right? Sotomayor, uh, this is from The Hill. Sotomayor, while grilling the attorney backing the Mississippi law during oral arguments, suggested the court would be perceived as highly politicized. (laughs) I mean, come on. Isn't that cute? It would be perceived as highly politicized. Of course it's politicized. It's highly politicized now. Republicans took care of that. They've been working on this project forever since Goldwater was trounced and uh, Lewis Powell wrote the Powell memo. And I mean, this has been a project in in the works. Of course, the way I look at it with what's going to happen with Roe v. Wade, they're going to gut it and go to the like they're saying, go back to the states. But this is part of this is also part of their divide and conquer strategy they're going to make if they can't separate from the country officially like they tried to do in 1861 um they'll they'll just do it piecemeal one at a time so we will have you know they'll 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 take our blue state dollars to prop up their shithole states oh yeah but when it comes to expecting them to do their part for whatever it might be they they're going to pick and choose you know what federal laws what constitutional protections they feel um they can bestow on the peons and the peasants right it's none of this uh like equal protection under the law whatever that's forget the constitutionally limited Democratic Republic thingy. The Constitution. You know, it was a goddamn piece of paper. I heard a Republican say once. Even though now they're saying that the story of George Bush saying that is, uh, isn't true. Though. Who's to tell? You know? Of course it's true. (laughs) It's just so, it's so ridiculous. So Sotomayor says, will this institution survive the stench that this creates in the public perception that the Constitution and its reading are just political acts? Of course they're political acts. You have Lindsey Graham after that, that, that embarrassing, that international embarrassment, Kavanaugh put on his, his crying white boy act. Anybody else sick of crying white boys? I don't know. It's so... But they're the only ones who get to cry, though. That's the other thing. If a woman cried, 
you know, if uh, someone with darker pigment cried during their hearing. Could you imagine if Judge Ruth Bader Ginsburg cried and banged on the table and snotted up her snots and talked about uh, the Clintons? There's, this is revenge of the Clintons. I can't take it anymore, everyone. We, we have to fight them. All right, I'm going into the chat room. Oh my God, I've been because I've been neglecting you, and I see super chats. Crazy, you crazy kids! Thank you, Richard, for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. Thank you, Richard. You're you're nice. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat and for always p putting the cover charge on the table. I really appreciate that. And thank you, JD, for your super chat in pounds, you lucky bastard. Hello, Tara, and all in the chat. So if you're on any other platform, you want to hang out with Richard and Jim and JD, come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. All righty. Let me see what else is going on here. Hold on a second feel like I don't have everything I need open here. What's happening? Hmm. That's weird. Let me see. Okay. So, okay. So they're going to destroy Roe v. Wade. And um, that's whatever. We will. In the blue states, there'll still be freedom. Um, and they will continue to separate the red states and the blue states like this. So they'll have, we'll have to endure the red states crying and whining and, and saying that they're victimized constantly until we've had enough of it. You know what I mean? Like a, like a child, you've had enough of their shit, their tantrums, their, uh, little, their whining, you know, there's something wrong with this kid. It's, it's, it's about time we need to have a conversation about this particular political party. It is not a party. They're, they're not pro-democracy anymore. I'm glad that I'm hearing this on corporate media. I am hearing some corporate media mouthpieces talk about how dangerous, what a dangerous time we're in, that this is, we're not kidding around. They are actively trying to overthrow this democratic system. Not, it's not just us. We don't, it's not just us here being um, alarmist. The scholars of, of democracies and autocracies are sounding the alarm. The United States, for the first time, is put on a list of backsliding democracies. This should, this should wake everybody up. Hopefully it will. But I'm sure it won't. Just as I said that, I was like, I knew. It, of course. Hopefully it will, but... I doubt it. Oh, boy. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Jim writes, I think we're getting closer to charges against Trump. Meadows folding is a bad sign for him. Yep. And uh, sounds like the Meadows book is damaging. Right. And in the Meadows book, one of the other things I wanted to talk about tonight, so I wanted to talk about what's going on with the Supreme Court. We know that that's coming to an end. They will overthrow Roe v. Wade. 
And maybe this is what we need to wake people up, frankly, to the fact that the Supreme Court not just decides on a whim to overturn our constitutional rights, but that this Supreme Court in particular is illegitimate. The way it was rigged, the way that Mitch McConnell... Why don't they bring this up on the corporate media? They're talking about... Um, instead, they're saying things like, Joe Biden is reluctant to pack the courts. What the fuck kind of shit is that? He's not packing the courts by fixing the courts, by, overth- by undoing the Republican packing of the courts. The Republicans are a, isn't it? It's fascinating to me. The, haven't you noticed that the Republicans can get away with anything? They can do, they can commit treason. And they're still, oh, well, no biggie. Everybody just supposedly considers it, I don't know what it is. They, they get a pass constantly. They constantly get a pass. What is this about? Like, so one of the other things I wanted to talk about was the what's going on with Ilan Omar and Lauren effing bitch Bolbert. <laughs> Excuse me. That's kind of like a Tourette's thing. I can't help it. So. Yes. But. Let's see. Hold on. For those who don't know. I'll just catch you up. Let's talk about it. Uh, um, Lauren Olbert <clears throat> and well, we know Marjorie Taylor Greene, all of these, the latest crop of unfit fascists to inflict themselves on this da- dying democracy, that they don't work for a living. They're nothing but tr- trolls. They're Twitter trolls. They're they're um well i mean all they do they basically they get paid one hundred and eighty thousand dollars a year to retweet lies from the kremlin that's what they are am i wrong i don't know i it's it's when when these words come out of my mouth sometimes i can't even believe it we we're dealing with so-called representatives of the people who were voted into office uh, in highly gerrymandered districts. Yeah, let's make that. Uh, let's not. Let's not forget to add that. But these are people who uh, they don't work for a living. They do not. Their whole mission is to divide and conquer, and because they're bullies and they're horrible people. They're attacking, well, they, they attack Ilan Omar. She's the first woman to wear a hijab in the, in the halls of Congress. And Republicans can't handle that. They just can't take it. So they, they just like they do with everything else, projecting their manias outward. The very, of, what is it? Psychological projection to accuse others of the very thing of which you yourself are guilty. That's why the likes of Lauren Bolbert goes around and calls Ilan Omar a terrorist or a jihadi. Now, who's the one trying to carry guns into Congress? They had to put up a f- metal detector because these assholes can't not 
carry a gun to work. You try to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, try to bring a gun to your place of business. I don't recommend it. I'm just saying. Try. Just try it. Try it, Republicans. If you're a Republican, try to bring your gun to work. Bring your gun to work day. Maybe propose it. <sighs> but nobody, uh, none of these so-called terrorists, the ones who are like Ilan Omar, uh, all I see is Ilan Omar representing her constituents, trying to pass laws, things like that. Not, she's not online tweeting about Marjorie Taylor Greene's toes or Lauren Boebert's husband's underwhelming penis that he likes to flesh at strangers. God. But, so Lauren Boebert, here. Where is it? She was so upset that... Ilan Omar, I mean, well, so it came out that people were, they weren't completely happy, I guess. The Republicans in her caucus were like, all right, you can't say that uh, openly, out loud, outside of the Republican caucus meetings. But, uh, so you just apologize to the, to the, you know, the Muslim, the, the, you know, I, I, I'm trying to not say anything that's too offensive, but hold on a second. So Lauren Bobert, hold on, here comes the music. There we go. Become a patron at patreon.com. All right. Slash Tara Devlin. What the hell? What else are you going to do with $2 a month? $2 or more a month. What else? There's so many other things you can do, I know. <laughs> but this is one of them. Isn't that a... <laughs> no wonder. No wonder I suck at marketing. You may have many things to, to purchase. Well, if you feel like it, become a patron. Or don't. I don't know. Here's Lauren Boebert crying that Ilan Omar didn't accept her fake apology. Because, you know, she's the victim. Hey, everyone. This is Lauren with a quick update quick. on a phone call I had today with oh, squad no. member Ilhan Omar. I had reached out to her. F First of all, look at her, f her face. <laughs> I don't want to be shallow. That's not me. I mean, at least I try. But come on, this is a, she's horrible. This is a horrible person right there. And people support her. If you are somebody that votes for a horrible person who's a filthy fascist liar, whose husband, all right, we'll leave the husband out of it. She herself doesn't show up for court appearances. You know, it's like just a, a loser. A low-life loser who found a lucrative grift in the GOP death cult. That's it. She hates America. She's as dumb as a box of, I won't even say, I was going to say crayons, but that's too colorful. She's dumb. She's dumb. She's, she's ugly on the inside. And if you want to have a great country, how about start with just being a good country? 
Okay, start there and build up to great because we can't even get to good with these fa fascist pricks standing in the way. Liars. We're a multiracial democracy. I know Republicans can't handle that. They hate it and they're doing all they can to ensure that th that doesn't continue. We know that. That's why they want to limit immigration from countries where people have darker pigment. They only want immigration from places like Norway. Trump even said that. It's not me reading their minds. They say it out loud. But guess what? Republicans, tr nobody from Norway wants to come here. Why would they do that? They'd have to be cracked. Because to leave behind the, one of the happiest countries on earth where something bad happened, that they don't have to go and uh, come up with, some, I don't know, I mean, declare medical bankruptcy, come up with some scam to, or well, go on GoFundMe. You don't have to go beg on the internet superhighway for medical care. What kind of shit is this? You want to be a great country, Republicans? Start by being good. Just be good. But you can't, can you? You think it's good to call somebody the jihadi squad? And the other, because this fake apology stems from that fake ass, well, that, that open mic from hell that Lauren Bobart was involved in. Well, here. Where she, she's like, she made up the story though. It was, it didn't even happen. She made up a story about Ilan Omar and saying that the Capitol Police thought that she was a terrorist. You know? No, honey. The Capitol Police know that you're a terrorist. That's why they had to put up uh, metal detectors. You're the ones who were, weren't you one of the people giving tours to these terrorists? All right. Let me. Let's start. Hey everyone, this is Lauren with a quick update on oh, a phone call. Everything I had about today her makes me squad member Ilhan Omar. I had reached out to her Friday, and three days later, I was able to connect with her on the phone because I wanted to let her know directly that I had reflected on my previous remarks. Now, as a strong oh. Christian woman who no, you're not, you're not any of those things. You're not strong. If you're a Christian, that's debate. You might say you're a Christian, but I don't think what you're pushing has any relationship or anything resembling what that socialist hippie was talking about. That's for sure. I'm a strong Christian hypocrite, like the Jesus that I pretend to worship warned you about. And I reflected on my anti-American hate-mongering rhetoric that causes my army of dupes to fan out across the country and inflicting violence on decent society. But that's, that's the Republican way, don't you know? Because how, how can you have a democracy when you got all of these flying monkey fascists F it up the gumming up the works. That's what we're up against. We got a bunch of, you know, like Mike Malloy talks about the flying monkeys. That's what we're up against. 
the flying monkeys, the gremlins in our, the gears of our body politic, mucking it up, messing it up, making it <clears throat> impossible to run. Use faith deeply. I never want anything I say to offend someone's religion. You're so full of nothing. You're so full of lies. You don't want anybody think anything you say to upset somebody's religion. That's the entire Republican platform is upsetting other people's religion. These people are so fascist, they don't even realize how fascist they are. This, this is the same woman, you know, who loves Mike Flynn. He's the one who said it out loud. We need a Christian nation, one religion, guys, right? One, of a, one religion, all of us together. Doesn't it sound beautiful? So, so together. So, so general welfare, right? For everybody to be one religion. Now, although they tried that for thousands of years. You know, in the system the founders overthrew. That's why they said, wall of separation, you, you, you horrible person. Told her that even after I put out a public statement to that effect, she said that she still wanted a public apology because what I had done wasn't good enough. So I reiterated to her what I had just said. She kept asking for a public apology. So I told Ilhan Omar, that she should make a public apology to the American people for her anti-American, anti-Semitic, anti-police rhetoric. She continued to press, and I continued to press back. And then Representative Omar hung up on me. Rejecting an apology and hanging up on someone is part of cancel culture 101. Oh, and my God. of the Democrat Party. Make no mistake. <sighs> oh, my God. This is the other thing. When they ran this video, it was on different, different corporate media, um, like the Hill and whatnot, different websites. None of none of the websites or any any media outlet pointed out that in her non-apology, where she pulled out the victim card, that I don't know why they even have to pull it out because they're always it's always the first one they play. Um, that she can't even say the name of the Democratic Party, right? These, I tried to give that that uh, jihadi bitch an apology, but sh that jihadi bitch hung up on me. You see, as a strong Christian woman, that jihadi bitch must think that she she must hate Christian women. That's it. And I pushed back because I'm trying to show my dumbass, the dumbasses who, f who actually vote for me. You know, there are some people. It takes all kinds. But I'm here to tell everybody that I'm fighting for them because I'm in a, uh, I'm in, in a bitch fight uh, that I started with somebody who's actually trying to work for their constituents. Now, how does this make America great? How does it make America good to have an asshole like this? I'm talking about, uh, I tried to get that jihadi bitch to be, uh, give me a pass on my bad behavior that will never end because I never learn anything. 
That's the Republican way. The, uh, the Republican means, being a Republican means never saying sorry, never evolving, never learning, never adopting new information and adjusting your ideology. You know, like human beings who aren't a bunch of ignorant, professional victim, goddamn emotional cripples would do. Oh, my God. Yep, she plays the victim card. Here's from the New York Times. The headline is, Bobert reaches out to Omar after incendiary video escalating a feud. Who's fucking... They're, they're, the way they're reporting this is like, this is something to do with Ilan Omar. If some nut job focuses their manias on you... Does that mean you're involved in some kind of feud with a nut job? No. Just because some kook focuses her manias on you, that doesn't mean you're in a feud with the kook. Just, just you, you hang up on the kook. You say, no thanks, kook. I got work to do, kook. Go back and tweet, retweet some Kremlin-made videos or memes filled with lies that will get your constituents killed. Go, go for it. That's what you do. But what do you mean escalating a feud? These fuckers started this just like they start everything else. And everything they touched turns to shit and now uh, Ilan Omar and Bobert are in a feud no Omar is doing her job Ilan Omar is working for her people Lauren Bobert what the hell is she doing she's making videos crying about what a victim she is even though she's a great Christian woman who learned from her mistake and reached out to the Islamic jihadi bitch and I guess the Islamic jihadi, the jihadi bitch should have been, she should have considered herself blessed to be contacted by such a, a great American. It's sort of like being contacted by the ghost of uh, Thomas Jefferson or something, right? Please. What do you think Thomas Jefferson would do if they came back? To find Ilan, oh, I mean, not Ilan, what's her name? Lauren Bobert. Squatting in the halls of power. What do you think they would do? Jesus Christ. So, here from the New York Times, Jonathan Weissman writes Some gulfs are too wide to bridge, but it appeared at first as if Lauren Bobert. The far-right Republican from Colorado was trying to do so on Monday. Really? I hate, I hate the corporate media. I really do. Because they're part of the problem. They have a narrative that they need to, I guess, all rally around. And that narrative is that there's two parties in the American experiment, and they're both equally dedicated to democracy. I guess that's that's the that's the scam that they have to protect. And maybe it is it's just a matter of habit for human beings to 
well, you know how it is. Being a person, being a human being, we, we, uh, you know, we're, it's tough because we will, you know, we have that thing called denial. It's even though things are staring us right in the face, we're like, no, this couldn't happen here. So I've been writing about democracy for the past 30 years. I'll keep writing about it from this frame of the Democrats want this and the Republicans like that, and now we have to compromise. That's, that's not how it's working. That's not how it's going. So here, let's continue with this. Jonathan Weissman writes from the New York Times, Lauren Boebert, the far-right Republican from Colorado, was trying to do so on Monday. So he's writing that she's trying to bridge this, this wide gap. Really? That's what she was trying to do? No. She was trying to do exactly what she did. She, she learned nothing. She clearly thinks she's in the right. She thinks that Lauren Boebert... I mean, I mean uh, Ilan Omar is anti-American. That's why what we're doing here is so important because obviously the american people are are dumb and they don't understand that the republican party is no longer a and maybe they never were i could really argue that that side too that they were never a small d democratic party so Ms. Bilbert, a freshman who has built her brief political career on incendiary comments and right-wing provocation provocation yeah yeah Sorry. Angered Democrats over the Thanksgiving break when a video surfaced of her suggesting that Ms. Omar, a Muslim who wears a hijab, could be a suicide bomber. I mean, how and how lazy, too, they are. They're just they're just gross people, just gross, vile, ignorant idiots who need to just get the help that they need. They don't need to be given power. And if you're somebody giving these people power, you need to need to get help. Um, yes, where is it? Uh, Ms. Omar, a Muslim who wears a hijab, could be a suicide bomber and bragging to constituents about confronting Ms. Omar on an elevator with an Islamophobic epithet, even though that was not true. Why does, I don't know, maybe he mentions it in the next paragraph. On Monday, Ms. Bobert reached out to Ms. Omar ostensibly to apologize. Ostensibly to apologize? At, um, but it didn't go well. Ms. Omar has said that the elevator incident never happened. But the two lawmakers' accounts of the Monday phone call do, do not differ much. Down to Ms. Omar abruptly hanging up. Both came way aggrieved, Ms. Omar calling the apology woefully inadequate, and Ms. Bobert claiming, proclaiming herself a victim. Instead of apologizing for her is... Oh, well, excuse me. Oh, yes, this is it. That's Omar talking. So, instead of apologizing for her Islamophobic comments and fabricated lies... Representative Bobert refused to publicly acknowledge her hurtful and dangerous comments. Yeah, she learned nothing. So what, you can take an apology? Uh, if I upset you, terrorist bitch, 
Um, I'm sorry. Woo, sue me, you terrorist bitch. And, um, I, though I don't like your, uh, your hatred of America, your anti-patriotic Democrat party ways, I am a Christian who, I guess, um, you're a Christian? Sadly, yeah, you are. I wish there were real Christians running around, don't you? Instead of apologizing, yes, Ms. Omar said in her statement, she instead doubled down, <laughs> exactly, on her rhetoric, and I decided to end the unproductive call. Of course, that's all you can do to kooks. You hang up on them. You don't encourage them. You don't say, well, you know, let's have a debate. These Republicans, these fascists, they do it to me, too. They're like, let's debate. Come on. You're afraid. Let's debate. You want to debate? Like, I'm going to debate some rando from Twitter on uh, uh, the death of democracy when these idiots don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. They, they, these are assholes who can't even wear a mask. Somebody actually contacted me on Twitter because my, my Twitter um, account picture at Real Tara Devlin on Twitter uh, has a picture of me. Um, I was holding a name tag I had. I was at, in the Burbank Comedy Festival and they gave me a name tag. It said Tara Devlin Comedian. I was holding it like this over my face and my, my friend took a picture of me and that's my picture on my Twitter profile and it says Tara Devlin Comedian, whatever. And they, I guess they didn't see they didn't look at the picture. They just saw it small. And they were like, why are you wearing a mask, you idiot? <laughs> you see? And I said, isn't it just like a Republican to get outraged about absolute nonsense that doesn't exist? And that's the way, that's what, what it was. Why are you wearing a mask? <laughs> typical, typical lib wearing a mask. And yeah, I guess so. Typical lib, giving a shit about my country and community and other people who maybe, I don't know, maybe they don't want to get COVID like Republicans. I wish, I hope they all get it. I really do. I, I know. I shouldn't say that out loud. I, they get it. Let them get it. Party of personal responsibility. Just stay home. Don't go to the hospital. See, you don't have to get a vaccine either just stay home stay home especially when you get sick don't don't go to the hospital and take a bed from somebody who isn't a complete idiot right but it's um i don't know guys maybe we should have a group therapy one day that's what i i keep talking about it we we're gonna do it soon maybe i don't know i'm just talking out loud uh well like a patron zoom call or something we can all get together and have as maybe a therapy session where we can all discuss how to survive fascism i don't know we'll we'll talk about it so become a patron I keep threatening that we're going to do shit like that. I gotta. I gotta. We gotta. 
we're building a community. The other thing is, because if you want to uh, join our Discord community, that's another way you can get in contact with me. Because we're all in there, too. All right. <sighs> My God. What are we going to do? So here's Ilan Omar tonight. She responded again because we don't have things that we need to handle like um, climate change or the fact that the United States, well, we just passed 800,000 dead. Thank you, Trump. Thank you, Republicans. That, well, tonight, Ilan Omar, when talking to the press, played one of the threatening phone calls she received after uh, Lauren Bobart did her thing, you know, stoked hatred and ignorance. I'm going to play you a voicemail that we received hours after I got off the phone with Representative Bobart. Before we continue, let me let me do the qualifier. There are there's strong language. There are racial slurs in this phone call. But that's just the Republican. That's just the Republican way. After she posted her video. We see you, Muslim nigger bitch. Wow. We know what you're up to. Somebody needs to visit this effing bastard. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm trying to, to say some words. <laughs> I'm trying not to curse. Whatever. The country. Don't worry. There's plenty that will love the opportunity to take you off the face of this fucking earth. Come get a bitch, you fucking Muslim piece of shit. Wow. Wow. We know what you are. There's your Republican base. There. There you go. That's your great American. That's your patriotic Americans. Right there. No, those are the basket of deplorables. Hillary Clinton was right. The Republicans, uh, they were, they got so outraged about that basket of deplorable comment because that's the truth. It's, they're, they're disgusting. And they took it, uh, I always found it fascinating how they were like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a deplorable. When Hillary Clinton, she wasn't, she, she was specific. She was uh, the Islamophobes, the homophobes, the, the scumbags, the asshole. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. And they were like, yeah, I'm one of them. Really? That's how far we've gone. They don't even pretend anymore. And, and this is why we have to fight them with every ounce we have left in our body politic before they destroy us. Because that's what they're doing, guys. If they win power in the midterms in any way, shape, or form, we're done. On some level, them overturning this illegitimate Supreme Court, overturning Roe v. Wade, I think is one way to illustrate the point. Even though I'm sorry that we have to go there. I really am. To illustrate that the Republicans have no interest in democracy. 
This is not about democracy, because if it were, they would leave our goddamn freedoms alone. They hate freedom. They just want more, um, a, more divide, a more divided country. That's it. All right. Fucking traitor. Can you? You will not live much longer, bitch. I can almost guarantee you that we the people are rising up, and you will be tried for a military tribunal, and you will be found guilty. For those of you who did not hear it very well, let me read you what the voicemail says. We see you, sand n-word bitch. We know what you are up to. You are all about taking over our country. Don't worry. There is plenty that would love the opportunity to take you off the face of this effing earth. Come get it. But you are effing Muslim piece of shit. You are jihadist. We know what you are. You are effing traitor, and you will not live any longer. Well, these are Republicans. That's, that's them caught in the act of being themselves. Let the whole world see it. They, sh- of course, you know, I'm not surprised. There's no uh, name on the, on the phone. I'm sure there's, they, they did it anonymously because they're goddamn cowards. They're, then they know how full of shit they are. But that doesn't matter. They are so goddamn racist. They would rather have an autocrat than a uh, ruling, of course, because he's a white guy, than democracy. This is what is so terrifying to them. They hate America, everybody. Can we all just get to the point where that is a part of our consciousness, just like the sun rising in the east and setting in the west? Because, I mean... We have to we have to honestly and truthfully address this problem and we can't do it if we if we remain in denial. This is Republicans caught in the act of being themselves and you know what here's the thing if um if this were on corporate media what would happen they would play this they say well in, in, inevitably, there would be somebody on the panel that says, both sides, both sides, both sides doing this, both loonies on both sides. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable on the right. It's unacceptable on the left. How many times have we heard this shit? Um, let's, let's get real here. This is what drives me insane. And I'm glad that, see, Ilan Omar is doing what needs to be done. Play their, play their death threats. Re- reveal their names. Play them. Give credit where credit is due. But you never see Republicans playing their death threats, do you? 
Are there any videos of Republicans playing death threats? I mean, there should be, considering that everything is recorded now. It's not that hard to get a video of, or make a recording of something. But they keep saying, I'm getting death threats. I'm getting death threats. We never hear these death threats. I'm skeptical myself. Being a, a normal person, a liberal, being on the front lines of of this shit, of uh, you know the political drive for a more perfect union for for many many years. You know, as a liberal, I've never <laughs> and all of the people that I hang out with and, and work with and do activism with, never, not a single person has ever made a death threat all the people that i've known and maybe i maybe i don't know everything about them of course but i've never heard no one's ever said to me let's give him a death threat or hey you know what we're gonna do f this knocking on doors let's let's call them and give them a death threat what never that doesn't happen on the left not that I'm sure it hasn't happened or ever happened. Of course, there are people on all sides that are assholes. But come on. Nobody ever follows up. I received death threats. Prove it. What's so hard about that? You're a journalist, so why don't you effing prove it? If there's a death threat, we'll be the judge of that. Because you know there's not a death threat. Because liberals don't make death threats. What do we do? We say, I urge you to pass the New York Health Act or whatever the hell. Or, you know what, you want to come over, we're having a phone bank party. Oh, what are we doing? Making death threats? No, we're going to call and we're going to ask people to support the Build Back Better Act so Americans can join the rest of the world and have some paid family leave as paltry and a pittance that it is. Jesus Christ. Am I wrong here? Anybody on the in the chat ever give a death threat? to somebody to a politician <laughs> I mean you could be honest it's all you know I'm curious I doubt it I don't think so I've never never heard a single ever liberal progressive normal person democrat even a moderate even a corporatist democrat no one's ever like, hey, let's go make some death threats. Anyway. <sighs> and that's why we're here, guys, to to push these the to push, just to push, to push the system and hopefully change start changing the paradigm. Right? Because it will we will win. We are on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, all of that. That is the truth. And they know it. That's why they have to behave like that. But the, the other thing is, the reason they behave like that is because they are fascist. Just like I'm a, I'm a liberal, because that's what's in my heart. 
I've always been there. I've always been that, that the, a liberal. I've always had that kind of heart. Same thing with conservatives. You're attracted to this GOP death cult because that's what's in your heart. You're attracted to a, a death cult, a, a racist, greed-centered, anti-democratic death cult because that's in your heart. You, and I'm asking Republicans right now to take a breath. If you're watching the show, I know some of you do because I get your hate mail. And I don't care. That's fine. Whenever I get a hate mail from a right winger, I I say great because that means I'm doing it correctly. So thank you. Oh, and the other thing they do is they they say, comedian. (laughs) You're You're all the same. You're so annoying. They always say, oh, you're so funny or you're a comedian they put it in quotes so i'll say oh you're so i mean good in bed i guess i don't know um all right not that i know i would never that's a deal breaker oh my god you better believe it i just splashed myself with coffee in the face look at that how'd that happen All right. Where was I? Well, anyway, this is why we do the show. We're, I, I think hopefully we'll get to the point where corporate media mouthpieces will be shamed into maybe doing their job a little better. I know that everybody's trapped in the corporate world and don't want to offend their masters, but I think we're getting to the point where it's, there's no denying what we're dealing with, that the Republicans, they've, they've, they've lost their uh, small-D Democratic even desire to look like they're working in the interests of democracy. They don't even feel the need to give lip service to it anymore. That's what's pretty damn concerning. Let me finish up Ilan Omar. Condemning this should not be a partisan issue. Yep. This is about our basic humanity and fundamental rights of religious freedom enshrined in our Constitution. Yep. But that's why Republicans are confused by it. That's why they hate it. It's way over their heads. So... We have to, um, we really have to demand better or, and more of our corporate media assholes. But maybe, you know what? Forget it. Just become a patron of this show and Mike Malloy and Robin Kincaid so we can keep the real liberal media and maybe the country actually functioning wait hold on a second where wait a minute okay i'm just looking at the time keeping a track wait a minute here uh, this is what republicans are so they are they're illin omar and i wanted to bring this up the texas woman arrested after pulling a gun (laughs) over a parking spot this is where we live do you have to deal with this shit, J.D., in England? No, you don't have shit like this happen. 
a Corpus Christi woman, so-called, was arrested on Tuesday. The, on Well, yesterday. After screenshots of a video surfaced online of her brandishing a gun in an H-E-B parking lot. Rosie Dennis, age 60, was arrested on a warrant for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Dennis was arrested for an incident that occurred around noon on November 24th. Screenshots of the video posted on Reddit. Let's watch. I'll show you. No, not that one. Wait a minute. Where is this? There we go. Hold on. There she is. Here's some screenshots. Parking dispute. A woman pulls a p and points a gun at a woman with her six-month-old baby in the car. Look at her. See that? Hey, bitch, you're in my spot. You got a pass for that spot? This is, um, this is madness. That's what these Republicans have done to this country. Everything they touch, they destroy. And it doesn't matter if the American people want what they're peddling or not. They, that's beside the point. Just like what's going on with Roe v. Wade right now. The American people, an overwhelming majority of the American people want these filthy, fascist, illegitimate pricks to keep their illegitimate hands off of our privacy. Have our right to privacy in a doctor's office. We don't need to bring Amy Coney, bitch, illegitimate Barrett in with us, you know, to say uh, we're handmaids or something and we need to check with a man before we make our decisions. We don't, oh my God. But this is what they do. They don't care that the, the whole world doesn't want to live in their armed madhouse. That the majority, not even the whole world, the majority of the American people don't want their any part of the madness they're inflicting on this country. So that's why, you know, when, if somebody, somebody can come onto this show and they could say, well, they're just um, being um, whatever. Uh, this is what they do on podcasts. They, it's the uh, both sides do it. Both sides, right? One side is they're just outrageous, inflammatory. The other side, is the same thing. No, no, we're not on here saying sh that the Republicans are the domestic enemies the founders warned us about because we got nothing else to better to talk about. I'd like to talk about other things. There's other things we can discuss. You know, we can be, we could talk about cats, animals. We could talk about hobbies. You know, fun things, movies. What are we going to do? What are we going to eat for dinner? Do we constantly have to be fighting fascism? I, I didn't sign up for that. That's not why the founders rebelled. So we, sh we would be in constant turmoil for, for hundreds of years. No. We're only in this turmoil because the Republicans hate democracy. 
can we get to the point, man? With these, uh, just in general. I'll lower this. With these, uh, with right-wingers in general. Uh, and the media. Stop reporting on it as if, um, in a way that, well, how do they, re they report on it as if, um, they're trying to, to encourage an outcome from the Republicans. So, so they're trying to encourage them to be a small D democratic party by pretending they are. That's what it seems like to me. All they do is spread lies, retweet lies from the Kremlin, try to destroy democracy, and wipe their ass with the Constitution. And, the and in the meantime, they won't even put on a mask. Right? They won't even take a goddamn vaccine that over 4 billion human beings have taken without incident. But they do think that they're entitled to pull their gun on people who are aren't in the right parking spot. Is that it? That now now that's a that's an offense you could be murdered for. Well, we know that if you have darker pigment, you could be murdered for just about anything. <sighs> Dennis was arrested for the incident that occurred around noon on November twenty fourth. Okay, good. CCPD says when they arrived at the parking lot, they were told that Dennis pointed a gun at victims and threatened to shoot them over a parking space. It's not clear how many people were in the vehicle, but Reddit, the Reddit post claims it was a woman and a six-month-old child. And I'm sure that that woman, the one who pulled the gun, she's a big, big Republican. And she loves those babies. She wants to be in your doctor's office with you. But she doesn't want... She wants you to bring those clumps of cells. That they want you to make sure that you carry that... Those... That... Whatever. Whatever your plans might be. Maybe it's not even in your physical best interest. But that's beside the point. You shouldn't open your legs. That's what Republicans think. You should be punished. Women who have sex are dirty and they need to be punished by, um, how, how, not, how else do you learn a lesson if you're not forced to carry your rapist child, right? Oh God. But this is what Republicans bring to the table. Look at her. Isn't that nice? Is there any more pictures? Hey, you're in my spot. And look at her shirt, everyone. Am I wrong? Was I? Am I ever wrong? I am sometimes. Not all the time. Not every... I was wrong in like 1972 once about them. She's wearing a, a, a shirt with a flag in a heart. Of course you are. Because you love America, right? Except you hate everybody in America. Except who don't look like you you hate america that's all that that's going to be left guys once the republicans are finished with this so-called constitutionally limited democratic republic the only thing that's going to be left are roaches trump of course because he's a roach 
and uh, ugly red, white, and blue fashion abortions. That's it. Bunch of stars and eagles on an ugly shirt. Oh, yeah, she loves America, but she doesn't know what it means. How can you love America and hate everybody in it? You love America so much, you got to walk around with a gun in a parking lot and pull your fucking gun when somebody's in the wrong space. Oh, thank you, Republicans. Don't they bring things to the table, right? You know, the entire country, the majority of the country didn't want them to get their clutches around the Supreme Court, but they do it anyway. The majority wants the Medicaid expansion, but eh, fuck you. Anyway, right? The majority wants background checks on gun purchases. Eh, you. 90% actually want background checks on gun purchases, but eh, fuck you, right? Because that's not good for the plan here. The plan is not democracy. The plan is autocracy. And nothing makes a bunch of dumbasses think they're free. Like walking around with a goddamn gun in a Walmart. You're not free, idiot. You're a dupe. Walking around in a Walmart with an M16 doesn't make you free. It means you're an asshole. Not really. That's it. It just means you're an asshole and a, and a sucker. Look at my shirt. I mean, they're so, they're such cliches. Ask, I wish I could get this woman alone in a room just to ask her some basic civics questions. And ask, yeah, just ask her to explain that shirt. (laughs) Bunch of bogus ass morons it's like wearing a shirt of a of your favorite band when you never listen to any of their music you know like they just wearing the shirt because they think that makes them cool and it's another way to signal to the idiots that hey i'm i'm a dumbass like you normal people actual patriots don't have to walk around with ugly fashion abortions with stars and eagles. Because we are patriotic. You know what we wear? Uh, oh, look. Well, I, I was going to show you. I had my booster. That's here. That's what patriots wear. You know, a little Band-Aid on their shoulders from that vaccine shot. Scumbags. This is what they do. Everything Republicans touch turns to shit. And look at everywhere this country is, uh, all, all the battles, all of the fronts we're battling on. Voting rights. Did we ask John Roberts to overturn the Voting Rights Act? Did anybody? Was that a pr- thing that was pressing? Did anybody say, hey, conservatives, you know what we really need to fix democracy is you to overturn the democratic, small d democratic protections. Right? Which, now we have to battle about that. Now, see, the Republicans couldn't complete the death of democracy if the Voting Rights Act was in place. Right? They couldn't pull their 
gerrymandering dirty tricks. They're kicking people off the voting rolls. They're fucking with all of the laws concerning voting, making it uh, so restrictive. It's uh, beyond reason. So they nobody asked John Roberts. In fact, we know it was usually the the reauthorization of the Voting Rights Act, which goes to show you we only have to reauthorize things that benefit the American people, not the one percent. So, but no one was no one stood up against reauthorizing the Voting Rights Act. In fact, when it passed under George W. Bush, when it was reauthorized, it was like 100%. It was routine. Of course, we all love democracy. Until here comes John Roberts, another illegitimate Supreme Court justice put on the court by somebody who's installed by the court. What the hell kind of shit is that? Installed by the Supreme Court, an illegitimate less vote getting president installs a justice who uh, overturns the Voting Rights Act when nobody was asking him to. Isn't that... Is that isn't, shouldn't that be um, something we, we need to deal with? But here again, you know what happens... It's this concerted effort to, um, I think, give the appearance or give the American people some kind of false sense of security that that the system is holding, that we're not teetering on the verge of autocracy. They keep being, we keep being told that our problems are because we're divided. We're so divided in this country. How come we're so divided? We're divided because the Republicans keep dividing us. And the corporate media will never point this out because they, they're they in on it. That's it. They like it. They don't like, they didn't like Trump. Because he was too chaotic. They like the small, the sm- well, it's sort of like a low-grade fascism. They'll take it. You know, it's good to have corporations owning politicians, buying politicians, corrupting government. They like it like that. Making sure that democracy doesn't really break out. Throw some bones at the, at the plebs every now and then to stave off the revolution. And when the plebs get too close to actually making change, send in the cops to break their skulls. Look at like exactly what happened at Zuccotti Park. That's why Republicans in general, like you'll see the uh, right wingers, they'll go rally. Well, after Obama was elected with the most votes, you know, I know it's, uh, it's unusual for Republicans to comprehend that. So he received the most votes twice, and the, you know, Republican, that's why they're so confused, why they can't squat in the halls of power despite being a minority death cult. They, they don't get it. Yeah, that's why they hate democracy, because they hate everything about America. 
I don't give a shit. This lady's wearing a, a red, white, and blue fashion abortion. Yeah, she don't. She's clueless. America is a nation of immigrants. She hates that. America is a multiracial democracy. She hates that. Okay? Because she's a race. I mean, really, it comes down to we're so divided because there are idiots who are incapable of functioning in a free, multiracial democracy. They can't handle it. Prove me wrong. So they'd rather destroy democracy. They'll throw the whole baby out with the bathwater because they never liked democracy to begin with. And just throw on top of it the multiracial part and forget about it. You know, give them the shirts, give them the stars and the the big made in China flags. But no, this real, real actual patriotism, that's a little bit... That's out of their wheelhouse, man. Wow. Oh, here's another thing I wanted to talk about a little bit. The other thing is, just to bring up Trump, you know, Trump, in that Mark Meadows book, um, they, Meadows said that Trump was tested tested positive for covid days before he uh he debated joe biden and you know that's another example republicans hate democracy trump is such a loser he knew he was gonna lose and he'd rather murder his opponent that don't be don't do not um take any other explanation than this Trump knew he was infected and wanted to give Joe Biden the virus. There's no doubt in my mind. Of course he did. That's why he he didn't say anything and he went there and they all went along with it. All of the assholes in his inner circle, there no one gets a pen. Now now he releases a book and we get to know about this. You understand that the United States, the grand experiment, is dying because of selfish, greedy pricks like Mark Meadows? All of them. Even, um, what's his name? The, I always say the wrong name. Woodward and Bernstein, you know, the guy. Yeah, Bernstein. I think I always say Goldstein. The one who uh, is writing periodically writing books about Trump, and then we get the backstory: how Trump knew that the virus. Of course, he knew that the virus was deadly, even though he was telling us, "Don't worry about it. It's nothing. It's the flu. It's nothing." <sighs> God. Well, I found this a little weird, though. There's a restaurant here in New York where I live, this is from the intelligence, well, what is it? New York Magazine, Intelligencer, Sean McCreesh. Welcome to the Beach Cafe, the Upper East Side's Republicans. Cheers, meaning cheers, you know, the, the bar cheers from the TV show. There is an unassuming pub on the corner of 70, 70th and 2nd Avenue. That's a, that is the rarest of birds, the right wing Manhattanite. It's called the Beach Cafe. 
Cindy Adams comes here. There's a burger on the menu named after Roger Stone. Okay, uh, this makes me want to puke. That's why I'm reading this, and I'm on. Um, we'll we'll talk about it a little. <sighs> There's a burger on the menu named for Roger Stone. It's sixteen dollars with an egg on top. You pop in for afternoon Guinness, and there's Eric and Donald Trump Jr. having lunch with their Aunt Elizabeth. The New York Post columnist Miranda Devine is something of a post hangout. New York Post. And the New York Post will throw a party here soon for Laptop from Hell, her new book about Hunter Biden. This is like our Elaine's, says Ann Coulter. Sitting to my left one evening and sipping Sauvignon Blanc, or like the cheers for Rupert Murdoch-friendly establishment types, it's where everybody knows their name, and no one wants to defund the police. Oh, goddamn you. F you, New York Magazine. F you. It's not that there aren't Republicans in the city. We all know that. It's just that on most corners in this, on this island, you're outnumbered eight to one, but not at the beach, as they call it. It doesn't try to be chic. There's a lifeguard stand out front and a six-foot hammerhead shark above the bar. The banquets are Kelly Green. The food is whatever. And the burger is on par, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? I hope they all choke. The Beach opened in 1966, three years after Elaine's and long before the Tribeca. This is Republicans trying to be, you know, have their own thing. They're so, it's like the, uh, you know, they're so, um, they're fragile. And they're, they're always trying to pretend that they're, on par with normal people. You know what I mean? Like, then they're not. So they, they imitate what they think normal people would do. So they don't like being excluded. And this is what they think. They're excluded because why? You want to say the N-word? Is that it? And you don't want some uh, liberal bitch to say, okay, we don't do that anymore. We don't say that. It's fucked up, man. And in New York, I'm like, okay. I'm reading this because now we know where we should go to disrupt people's lunch. <laughs> I don't know. I do, uh, yeah. Oh, I know. Fascists, they want to be left alone when they're eating. They want us to make food for them and shut up. If they're separated, you know, ripping babies out of the arms of their mothers during the day, and they they want a nice, they, I'm sure they'll be eating fogua. Uh, what is that? <laughs> I can't talk. What's the one where they kill ducks? It's terrible. You know, that's what they. It's probably all the worst, most abhorrent dishes on the planet, like shark fin soup and. Right, all of the unethical things that people eat because they can, like Trump. Well, that's what he did. You know, when Trump went to, I think he went, when he went to China, he ate shark fin soup. That piece of shit. Yeah, 
because not that the president of the United States needs to set a standard and say, you know what, we we won't we don't want to eat this abhorrent delicacy because it's disgusting, and um, so I'm not gonna participate in it. No, instead he was like, yum yum. Well, the eyeballs of the last white, whatever, uh, tiger. Mm, yummy, yummy. That's the Republicans. Prove me wrong. Are you kidding me? Tell me, tell me I'm wrong there. They wouldn't chow down on the last bald eagles, whatever. You know it. And they'll, they'll still be wearing their red, white, and blue shirt with a heart. Well, they're chomping in a last bald eagle's eyeballs. <sighs> Let me see. The beach opened in 1996, three years after Elaine's. The Upper East Side was the happening place. Arthur Miller, George Plimpton, Frank Sinatra used to come as the city changed. Blah, blah, blah. The beach became a mainstay. The neighborhood is conservative. It's the opposite of cool. To move here, which I did recently, is to step back in time. And what does that mean? Well, you get to say the N-word, I guess. That's really it. What else do they want? You get to say the N-word and nobody bats an eye. You're free. Stone, talking on the phone from Florida, calls it an oasis in a red sea of blue. Well, let's hope... Um, those days will come to an end. He used to live near the beach cafe. Who cares? I don't care. Let's, I mean, I'm just, whatever. Let's not read the rest of this. I just wanted to say that the, this thing exists. Oh, yeah. Well, at the bar, there's a banker from J.P. Morgan Chase discussing how he voted for Curtis Sliwa. <laughs> Coulter spots an old friend. A few seats down. This is like a day in hell. An uber preppy she knows from the Hamptons, she says. There's something very Hamptons about the beach. Coulter's brother, ugh, a lawyer, frequents this place too. So it's a whole family of, of ghouls. He has dined here with former New York Times executive editor Jill Abernson, Ka Carolyn Maloney, even though she's a Democrat, but she's hardly a trendy one. John Gotti's lawyer, Bruce Cutler, is a regular. Oh, gee, isn't that wonderful blood money? Well, it doesn't matter how many innocent people have to die as long as you get paid, right, Bruce? That's the Republican way. It was founded and owned for many years by the White family. <laughs> For real. Their name is the White Family. For a while, it seemed the restaurant might one day pass into the hands of Bill White. I don't care. Let's hope it burns down. Except, and doesn't hurt anybody when it does. Okay. Uh, still, let's see. New uh, Good side must realize most New York restaurateurs would not name a item after Roger Stone. Why, I mean, unless you want people to come back and eat your food. Fucking disgusting. Why don't you have a Hitler burger? Right? What's the difference? Why don't you have a traitor, a January 6th traitor salad? 
just put a bunch of assholes. Well, don't do that. Well, it might be an improvement on your menu. Republicans. The whites. <laughs> Paradu says, the whites strike again. I know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, whatever. But to make a long story short, everything Republicans touch turns to shit. I just wanted to read that. This only be, to get the word out. This thing exists. Ann Coulter and Eric Trump and all these other idiots hang out there. It's on, where is it again? 70th and 2nd Avenue. So I'll see you there. <laughs> I'll see you there, guys. I'll see you there. It's true. All right. Let me see. Oh, here. Oh, one last thing. Hmm. Here's another example of how Republicans destroy everything they touch and turn this country into uh, an armed madhouse shithole. Tennessee man angry over wait time demands pizza with an AK-47 <laughs> at Little Caesars. A Tennessee man is accused of holding employees of Little Caesars. Like, you got to work at Little Caesars and then you got to put up with, a, with these right-wing freaks. Right? You can't go to your... Uniquely American, low-paying job with no benefits, no retirement security, no nothing, not even a living wage. You can't, you can't just go to work and put in your time. You got to be harassed. Here, let's watch the... You got you to encounter a right-winger, right? Why isn't it working? Hold on. Okay, come on, man. Why is it playing? Okay, it's not playing. I'll just read it then. Um, officers responded to the store around 9 p.m. Witnesses said the suspect, later identified as Charles Doty Jr. of Knoxville, became angry after being told about the wait and then demanded free breadsticks because he's American. According to an incident report, he then left the store and returned with an AK-47. <laughs> demanding the pizza immediately. Hey, where is it? Caesar. Here we go. Come on. Why doesn't... See, I tried to play the video and it disappeared. You're witnessing it. What I go through. Surveillance video showed the suspect also threatened an employee who was attempting to leave after his shift and prevented him from doing so. The employee ran from the lobby to the back of the room and called 911. Doty, 63, was charged with four counts of aggravated assault and one count of especially aggravated kidnapping. Well, why don't they charge them with a... Being a goddamn traitor. <laughs> no, just kidding. Here's a traitor. I wanted to play this video too. One of the traitors who 
um, who's now uh, arrested, but he in particular is someone who is notorious because he tased Officer Fanon. He's the one that almost murdered Officer Fanon, who was tased and had a heart attack. This guy could have killed Officer Fanon. And here's some here's a clip of the police interrogating him, which I found amusing. What do you want me to tell you that I, I tased him? Yes. Explain. Explain. Am I, am I a f yes. Why did you tase him? I don't know. I'm a piece. Of <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. How do you get to January six? Like how? What's what else happens in that period of time? Tell me about that. How did, how did he let you guys know to come to D.C.? Oh, what am I doing? What is going on He's there? He's the commander-in-chief and the leader of our country. That's the wrong video, obviously. He <laughs> thought he was calling But the right hope. audio. <laughs> I thought he was... <laughs> All right. I don't know how that happened, but you got the point. You heard it. The reason I wanted to play it is because he's crying. This sobbing, whiny little bitch. They're so tough. Right? They're so tough with their guns and their, their little pea shooters hanging around like uh, the Bur Cam Burglar and uh, the, those dumb bastard McCloskeys waving guns around. They're such cowards that we all have to endure. Now, if the Republicans got Roe v. Wade here in the United States of serfs and lords, I think we should overturn the Second Amendment. It's about time. And when it comes to, finally, um, a, a breaking point, you see what's happening. My opinion is the Republicans, they're the ones talking about civil war I'm I'm all for it, frankly. I, I don't need the war. Just secede already. But that's where it's going. And they're creating it. That's why they're dividing and conquering us, be, because they hate America, they hate democracy, and they would rather have an autocracy. So they're going to, they're going to succeed if, um, if we don't effectively and actively address it, you know? So, uh... Uh, the way I look at it is I don't really I, I wouldn't miss them I would miss the normal people of course that I mean I, it's not going to happen it wrong not in our lifetime but that I get to the point where I'm like forget it if they're not going to secede let's secede, let's let's us secede because either that or will we allow them to destroy democracy you know, if they are successful in the midterms. All right. Get up here, kid. Here comes Tara Jr. Jr. I see him. It's so funny. He's like sneaking over. Come on, kid. What are you doing, honey? There you go. Sit down now. Right. Just in time for the rest. The end of the show. Ladies and germs. I know, Junior. Listen up, guys. I'm looking at the time. I see it's whittling down to nothing. So it's really not, it's not good to start something. 
But let me just say thank you again. And thank you, Elise. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Paradou, for hanging out. Thank you, Richard W. And who else is here? Let's see. Hi, Winston. Nice to see you, Winston. Nice to see you, Paradou. And Errol. And Jim. And River, of course. Hello, Eve. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Terry Taylor. All right. Who did I miss anybody? JL's a J. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Errol. <sighs> I don't know. What do you guys think about secession? This is something we should. Oh, hi, Shadow Star Ace. I've been thinking of you and wondering where you were. So it's nice to see you. It's very nice to see you. Look at this cat. So that's what we would be doing if um, we weren't fighting fascism. <laughs> we would be talking about cats and fun things. I don't know, history. There's so many things to discuss, right? So many fascinating things. In fact, let me, let's discuss this. This is off topic, off political topic, but not really. I was talking to Robin about this. We were sharing because we're both big history buffs. Let me see if I can find it. Mm. All this. I, fa I came across this, this story about a, a battle that was, they found archeological evidence of a battle that occurred before recorded history. This battle, let me see. Hmm. Trying to remember. All right, Junior. This happens all day, by the way. Him screaming at me. Let's see. What the fuck? I don't know. I'm sure I can find it if I look at my... Let me see. Actually, let me look at my old text. I can find it in Robin's history. All right, Junior. In the meantime, look at Junior, everybody. <laughs> Isn't he nice? He's a good boy. Anyway, whatever. All right. There was a battle. <laughs> they found evidence of um, of this battle that uh, it's it actually occurred hundreds, well, thousands of years before the battle, uh, supposedly, of Troy. And in a world where human beings existed only five people for every, I'm trying to remember the exact statistic, five people for every square mile. It might even be longer than that. So to gather thousands of people together to have a, a look at him, he almost bit me, to have a battle in a time when there was, there were no roads where people didn't, didn't travel 
I mean, this is an incredible feat, but... All right. It also goes to show you... Man, human beings... We're a bunch of effed up people. Alright, guys. Sorry about that. I don't mean to tease you with a story. I just couldn't find it. And we weren't, you know... It was not... It wasn't planned. I feel bad. <laughs> That's why I don't have patrons, you know what I mean? Because this is the show. <laughs> is it a show? Yes. What are we going to do? We will keep doing it anyway. Even though it's not perfect. It needs work. We need a producer. I'm tired. I need somebody to say, can you find me that article? All right. <laughs> I know. Jim is like, when cats attack. Exactly. This is what he does. I pet him. And then if I stop, he attacks me. Watch. Let's do it again. <laughs> he's a bastard. You know why he's doing it? Because he's trying to... He's like trying to get me to keep petting him. It's abuse. It's absolute abuse. All right, guys, listen up. Thank you so much for hanging out and putting up, putting it up, putting up with me. Exactly. But I don't know. Yeah, we do need a movie night. Uh, Shadow Star Ace. All right, guys, listen up. I'm going to go and lay down and get unconscious. I like being unconscious. There's no Lauren Boberts there. No, I know. Eve says, careful, they really can attack. He's not really attacking me. Because if he were, I would be bleeding. He's like, get that hand back here. That's what he does. Sometimes he even grabs it with his paws and does that <laughs> he's a good cat he's my number one son what can you do you just gotta put up with the abuse all right listen up guys you're the best thank you for hanging out and for putting up with me and for supporting the show for keeping it going i don't know what i do without you man i really don't I know. Just try try hooking up with Nicole Sandler in regards to having a producer. Mm, easier said than done. Nobody's nobody's like, can I work for your show for free? Exactly. Become a patron and we can do it. I'm sorry. Eve said, my cat did attack me for real. I'm sorry to hear that. Some Some cats, you know. I've been attacked by my own cat. Francis attacked me. Because Francis is mental. He's got mental issues. It's okay. He attacked me when he was... He's better now. He had, a, he had issues when he was a kid. Look. <laughs> That's his face. Oh, yeah, you know it. It's on the resist cup. Okay. That's right. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. 
Listen up, you're the best. And uh, yeah, you know what? Keep keep hanging in there. And join us on Discord and everything else. Become a patron at patreon.com. And remember, we will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devon. Thank you so much for hanging out. I'll see you really soon.